Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for October 20th, 2020. In today's news, Efesme reports on a COVID-19 discussion. Two high-rise hotels are proposed for suburban Sydney. Smart rise controllers have found their way into elevator systems from Honolulu to Philadelphia, and work is nearly done on Chicago office tower. In its October newsletter, EFESME, the European Federation for Elevator Small and Medium-Sized Enterprises, reported on a September 17th meeting to discuss the evolving COVID-19 crisis and take stock of projects and initiatives by EFESME, member associations, and authorities at a national level. President Massimo Betsy opened with a speech on the current situation in Europe, noting an emerging optimism with the industry showing resilience and solidity. Anacam, an Italian elevator association, had an issue with the lack of condominium meetings due to strict lockdown rules, but expects high growth in new orders when this problem is solved, especially since state incentives have been allocated to residential building renovation. Representatives also spoke on the association's upcoming Expo, Anacam 2020, taking place December 2nd through 4th at the Milan Marriott Hotel. Representatives of Spanish lift association FIPIMA said Spain has the same problem of suspended condominium meetings, but the national government has been asked to regulate and organize digital versions. The Star Entertainment Group is proposing two waterfront hotels, one standing 180 meters, the other 110 meters, for the Sydney suburb or Paramount, the urban developer reports. Developers said the plan, which comes after a proposed 237-meter-tall Ritz-Carlton Hotel was rejected, would generate jobs and attract tourists to an area suffering as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. The Star Entertainment Group already has a Sydney hotel that drew more than 11 million visitors annually prior to the COVID-19 outbreak. With multiple millions in reported pandemic-related losses, the developer is looking to a brighter future, stating, This development feeds into New South Wales government's desire to create a pipeline of infrastructure and development projects that can deliver the stimulus to rebuild the economy post-COVID. SmartRise C4 controllers were recently installed in buildings near Colorado Springs, Colorado, in Honolulu, and in Philadelphia. Near Colorado Springs, the controllers were installed in elevators serving Shriver Air Force Base, manned by more than 8,100 active duty and reserve military personnel, civilian employees, and contractors. In Honolulu, the controllers were part of elevator upgrades at three mid-rise buildings at Lehigh Hospital, founded in 1901. 
In downtown Philadelphia, the controllers were part of an elevator upgrade that increased average speed to 700 feet per minute at the 21-story North American building, built in 1900 and once the city's tallest. Construction work is wrapping up on a 56-story office tower at 110 North Wacker Drive in Chicago, with ground-level landscaping and other exterior work nearly complete. Chicago Yimby reported on October 13th. The 817-foot-tall tower in the Loop neighborhood is notable for its Kone vertical transportation system and the first North American use of the Finland-based company's ultra-rope hoisting technology. The structure is offering nearly 1.8 million square feet of space, mostly divided among large office floor plates of 26,000 to 30,000 square feet. Tenant amenities include a fitness center on the 23rd and 24th floor, a third floor conference center, multiple terraces, atop setbacks, and a soon-to-open riverfront green space. A ground floor bank has already opened. The slender skyscraper, designed by Goch Partners, is being co-developed by Howard Hughes Corp and Riverside Investment and Development. The site is near stops for several bus lines and a CTA-L station serving multiple train lines. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, Just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.